Thank you, Father. We declare that's our testimony in the name of Jesus. The gates of bars are broken. Bars of iron, they are caught asunder. We declare our liberty from depression, liberty from sickness, poverty, and backwardness in the name of Jesus. Over our nation, Nigeria, we declare your liberty in the name of Jesus. Every shackle of oppression or wickedness, they are broken and shattered in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for this service this morning. We take hold of everything you have for us. We declare this atmosphere free for your spirit tomorrow. Thank you for the spirit of understanding, utterance in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let's celebrate our God, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, the Jubas. Greet your neighbor as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay, we'll continue our teaching this morning. Um, on a better covenant based on better promises. Hallelujah. Amen. I think this will be the eighth lesson in that series. Or eighth, uh, should I say eighth class? I don't know. Or eighth what? Eighth session. <laughs> a better covenant based on better promises. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Let's start with our foundation scripture. And then we'll build from there. Our foundation scripture is Hebrew chapter 8 from verses 1 to 8. Okay. Hallelujah. It's like your church member was strike. It's like they are on strike today. <laughs> it's like your members are on strike today. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, I have this friend. Sometimes when we finish service, I used to call him. Uh, we, just, we don't just on, on um, Sunday, we just on Monday. So last week, we said, normally I, I think the attendance should be like 50, 60, and we used to just. So he said last week the attendance was 15. <laughs> so he was feeling very bad. Balance my sand is uh, sounding funny. So it, it was feeling very bad. So I asked, sorry now, why are you feeling very bad? You know, you, you, you prayed, you trusted God. You can't go to their house and use forklift <laughs> or use tire and drag them to church now. I said, you know, whether we like it or not, a lot of people are influenced a lot by social media. Uh, and then what happened in our own those states, how these people went and killed people in church, I mean, the, and the, all the news that like they're coming to churches to want to kill people. And I say it takes only those of us that got born again in the 1980s that, that to come to church. I say, all these young, young people, they, I will follow you online. At least they cannot shoot me online. <laughs> but no evil will follow us. No play will come near our dwelling. Will long life will satisfy us. 
it will show us his salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, some people want to come to church, their parents will say, Are you the God who sit around for this month? Let us see how things will go. So I understand the psychology. So you be around. Is that all right? So let's just read. Mm-hmm. We're talking about better corner, better, corner, better promises, right? Okay, now this is the main point of what we are trying to say. <laughs> what we are saying. We, we have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heavens. Okay? A minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, wow, which the Lord erected and not man. May, like, may your life be a reflection of that too. That everything in your life will be a tabernacle that the Lord himself erected. It will be the prosperity that the Lord himself brought about. It will be the kind of peace that the Lord himself brought about. It will be a true reflection of God. You know, some people have money, it's false prosperity. Some people have peace, it is false peace. The Bible said there's a true peace. There's a true tabernacle. Some people have religion, it's false religion. False. Some people have righteousness, it is false righteousness. Go on. Okay. For, okay. Where are we? For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to do what? To offer. Verse 4. Okay? For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest. Since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things, as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, God said to him, See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Verse 6, but now he has obtained what? A more excellent ministry. In as much as he is what? Also a mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. Verse 7, for if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. But because of because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make what? A new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Somebody say amen to that. And these are the days. Are you hearing me? That the Lord has made a new covenant, a better covenant with us. Say amen to that. You know, we said, we, 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 we talked about the, the, the benefits of the New Testament, why it was better. We told you about six things. You can't go over them now. And we now began to tell you the thoughts with the Old Testament. Why it became necessary for God to bring about a new testament. How many of you have bought shoes? Bought any shoe for your children in the last two one year? One year. Your children, you bought shoe for them. In the last one year. Nobody has okay. God bless you, sir. God bless you, man. Okay. We buy shoe for children, not because we are looking for fashion. It's adults that do fashion. For children, <laughs> we, we see the need because we are finding fault with the other one. The, the, the alert, they have overgrown it. The, something is happening to it. So, we, in fact, the king may not even see the necessity. He might see the wearing issue. But we feel that if you keep wearing the issue, you'll be disgracing us. Let me buy a new one for you. That's what happened. God saw a fault. Are you hearing me? With the old. And God brought about what? A new covenant. And we began to tell you that we, we didn't know any problem with the Old Testament. We didn't we just bring your animal, sacrifice, do all that. God said, God himself finding what? Fought with it. 
and we began to showcase the faults with the Old Testament. We said, number one, remind me, remind me, so that we can move. My time is going. Copy. Hallelujah. Number two, we said what? It's on the screen? Okay, we said it was administered by what? Inferior priest. Priests that have what? Faults. Number three, last week, what was it? What we said? It was ratified by, uh, inf- by inferior sacrifice. Glory be to God forevermore. Number four thoughts today. Write this down. It's a long sentence. The Lord will see you through. <laughs> the blessings of the Old Testament. Write it down. Number four thought with the Old Covenant. The blessing of the old the blessings of the Old Testament are conditional. They are conditional. They are conditional upon man's obedience. They are conditional upon man's obedience. But the New Testament's blessing, they are based on the works or, or the obedience of Jesus. The Old Testament, Old Testament blessings, for God to bless you in the Old Testament, they are conditioned upon man's obedience. You have to obey all for God to bless you. But in the New Testament, Christ has already obeyed. Therefore, we are qualified for the blessing. Say amen to that. If it is Old Testament, hmm, a lot of us seated here today will not be blessed. We will not be blessed. And today, please, today maybe, maybe I will stay a bit longer. It's just a little longer. Let me, you know, because I want to start by telling you one funny story. It's in the Bible, not a... You know, how many of you know that if you don't want to do something for somebody, hmm, you will give the person a lot of condition. You don't want to do it now. You will give them a lot of condition. Uh, that okay, uh, your son meets you. Say, mommy, please, I need um, this new sh- uh, bag. Uh, you know, it tells you the name, the latest name of the bag. He said, no problem. If you come first in the next exam, I will make it available. You know, <laughs> you know, he cannot come first. The records, the last five-year record. <laughs> Is, is being between 15 and 16. How long it will cross <laughs> from that 15 and 16 to number one? You yourself know it will be a mystery. <laughs> so, you say, if you can confess, you give him that tight condition, you know that he cannot. Hallelujah. There must be a divine intervention. So there's this story in the Old Testament. Somebody offended David. When David was uh, chased out of the palace by Absalom, somebody offended him by the name Shimei. He's from the time of Benjamin, a, a, a family, family of Saul. So it was, they were still bitter against um, David. So as David was making his way through the wilderness and going and crying and all the household with him, Shimei stood on one rock, on one mountain far, was traced to at the king throwing dust at him, calling him names, a man of blood. The percussion has come upon your life. Started, you know, cursing him. Even one of his generals said, who is this dog? Let me go and take his head off. David said, look, if God has allowed him to curse me, leave him alone. What he's doing me is more than... He said, if my son, my own son, could do this to me, what is this Benjamin? Leave him alone. And that, that thing went. When David came back to palace, the man came to apologize. David said, no problem. You are okay. Let me get quiet. I'm going to sorry, my sorry. 
Then David was about to die. He called his son. He said, I know you are a wise man. That guy, don't let him go to grief as an old man. Deal with him. We'll find a way. He thought he has forgiven. He has not forgiven. The forgiveness was conditional. <laughs> he left him. I'm going somewhere. So, David died. Solomon came to the throne. He called Shimei. He said, Shimei, please, I want to see you. Shimei came to the palace, prostrated. Oh, king, live forever. He said, don't worry. Nobody can live forever. I want to tell you something. He said, I want you to move all your properties, everything, to Jerusalem. I want you to come and live with me in Kingstown. Come and live me with me here. Kingston. Kingstown. Come and leave me in Kingston, Jamaica. This is where you want to go. Come and leave me in Jerusalem. So the man moved. He said, but on one condition, this is what you do. The day you step out of Jerusalem, that day you will die. She said, forgive me with condition. So the day you move, you move out. Say one inch out of the Jerusalem, you are a dead man. The man said, if that is all, I'm fine. Built his house, set you down, things moved on. First year, no problem. He didn't leave Jerusalem. Food was flowing. Everything was flowing. They were bringing produce from farm to him. He was enjoying his life. Second year, enjoyment. Third year, at the end of the third year, two of his slaves took off. They ran to Philistine. They ran to Gath. You know where Goliath came from? Gath. They ran there. When they told Shimei, his head turned. He was mad. He jumped on his donkey. If he, 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 he followed them. When he got them, he tied them, he brought them back to town. He says, who down? Then his phone rang. <laughs> he was the king on the line. Didn't I tell you not to leave town? He said, no, no, no. He said, come. He left town. The kid in that day. He was kid. Was he forgiven? He will say yes. <laughs> but with all those conditions, you know that eventually you will break it. You will break it. That is how the blessings of the Old Testament was. Forgiveness was there. Blessings was there. Prosperity was there. Healing was there. But the conditions attached. Even if you try it first year, second year, third year, something will catch you. The, we hear the phone call from the king. <laughs> Hallelujah. Something will happen. Glory be to God forevermore. Leviticus 26. That's what I'm saying. The blessings are there. They were there, but they were conditional. It's like a man that puts money somewhere, plenty of money, and surrounded with bees. You know the meaning of bees? That you will go there to find, to take that money, you know, to go through those bees. If you survive being stung, then you can go for it. Look at what it says here. Let me talk to I will try. I will take my time a little bit. You just spend me five minutes extra. <laughs> what did I say there? Look, it says you shall not make what? I just for yourself. Neither a carved image nor sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourselves. Nor shall you what? Set up what? An engraved stone in the land. To bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. Verse what two? You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence what my sanctuary. 
I am the Lord. If you walk what in my status and keep my commandments and perform them, then I will give you rain. If you keep everything, I will bless you. The land shall yield its produce, and the strength uh, and the trees of the field shall what shall yield their fruits. Glory be to God forevermore. Go to verse fourteen. Go to verse fourteen. I still want to read a bit more. Verse fourteen. Don't worry. But if you do not obey me, and you do not observe all these commandments, did you see that? If you despise my status, and if you also abhor my judgment, so that you do not perform all. Did you see that word here? Yeah? If you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, hey, hey, I will also do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you. Wasting diseases and fever shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. You know, COVID. You, you shall sow your seed in vain. Your enemy shall eat it. Say, God forbid. I will set my face against you. You shall be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you shall reign over you. And you shall flee when no man pursues you. And after all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. Conditions. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 20, uh, 28. That's where you read about all the blessings. Did you see that? Very conditional. If you obey me, no problem. You keep my status, obey my Sabbath, everything. Blessings will flow. But if you don't, this will happen. Go to, go to Deuteronomy 28. I'm going somewhere. Please try your best not to sleep. It's too early. I will bring you coffee to this service. Because of that illusion, we will come. You just be standing up. Say, what are you doing? I'm sleeping, sir, Pastor. You stand up. What are you doing? I'm feeling sleepy, Pastor. <laughs> I need to bring this thing to you. I need to teach you this. You know why I'm teaching you this today? I want to expect the blessings of God in your life. And expect it leg- and legally so. You know what I'm talking about? Legally what? So. Recently, Dangote Sugars sent me my dividends. You know why you didn't complain? You know, you know why you didn't complain? That they didn't send you? You didn't invest. You didn't have shares in Dangote Sugar. So you are eating sugar, we are shining the money. <laughs> You know, so you shouldn't, you won't complain. But if they didn't send to me, I will do what? I will complain. I will complain. I will go to, I will call them. I will call the broker. Where is what's going on? I've not seen my dividend. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Although what they are sending to us is stupid, but you know, we will complain. I, what I am expecting is legally so because I invested. If you didn't invest legally, you cannot expect. Are, are you hearing me right now? So, what I'm about to teach you today, I want you to legally expect the blessings of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So that if you don't see it, I want you to complain. If you don't see it, I want you to say, no, something is wrong here. It should not be so. If a child of God doesn't see the blessings of God, it should not be so. It should not be so. The blessings of God for a Christian is not a result of mercy. That I just feel sorry for you, take. Hallelujah. It's a result of legally, legally purchased. Are you hearing me right now? Look, how many of you have paid for your house rent? You, you live in a house where you pay the rent. Or you live in your own house. If you have paid for your rent, entering that house is not at the mercy of the landlord. You see, it's your legal right to enter. 
You know why? It has been paid for. Glory be to God forevermore. Kai, your, your response is better than my preaching. Oh, it's worse than my, my preaching is better than your response. Hallelujah. Because me, if I don't see it, me, I will, I will ask questions. Glory be to God forevermore. Deuteronomy 28. Wow, let me rush, let me rush. Deuteronomy 28. Now it shall come to pass, if you delay, look, did you say that again? If you diligently do what? Obey the voice of the Lord your God. To observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Lord, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord. For God to bless you is just based on human man obedience. That is the condition. Go to, jump to verse 9. Jump, jump to verse 9. Jump to verse 9, please. Jump to verse 9. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has shown, uh, he has sworn, sworn to you. Look at the next line. If you keep the commandment of the Lord your God and walk, everything is conditional. Jump to verse 15. Jump to verse 15. Jump to verse 15. Verse 15. It says, but it shall come to pass. If you do not what? Obey the voice of the Lord of God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these causes will come upon you. Say, say, God forbid. Hallelujah. Conditional all the way. But this is, this, this is where it gets funny. Go to James chapter 2. James chapter 2. Verse 10. James chapter 2 verse 10. I can't do all the demonstration I want to do to you today. Time is gone. James 2 10. Moreover, do you see that? For whoever shall do what? Whoever shall keep what? The whole law. Yet do what? Stumble in one point. Is guilty of what? God is saying, don't worry yourself. <laughs> You try, you go to the Sabbath, you do this, you just miss one. God said that's the end. So that means there's really no legal way to really get these blessings. It is tough. It is extremely tough. Hallelujah. You keep the whole law, all this while, and you miss one. God says what? You are guilty of all. Do you not labor in vain? Yeah. Have you seen those your classmates before who passed all the courses but failed one and yet they cannot graduate for that one? That one core course. I said, I said they really wanted to fail you. The day of the exam, they had malaria. They were sick and they couldn't write it. You left them behind in school. Yet fade what? In one. You can see that the blessing is tough. Glory be to God forevermore. Romans 3.20. Romans 3.20. The New Testament to, to bless you is conditional. <laughs> Look at what Bible says here. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified what? In his sight. It, it says nobody will qualify. Not one. But that you want to do the law to get it, nobody will get it. No flesh. Hallelujah. But God did something. He sent his son called Jesus. Hallelujah. 
who came like a man, who did everything on our behalf. How many of you have been in, in that place where Max is a problem for you? You know, if I ask right now, if not for the blood of Jesus, some of you that are claiming you are graduate already, that your wife must. Somebody wrote the example. But we will not say anything now. I didn't say right, so raise your hand. There are many people like that. that somebody wrote the example for them. They claim subsequent, somebody wrote it for them. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2. Thank God for Jesus. If we're in New Testament, nobody will be blessed there. Nobody. Nobody. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Verse 5. Let this man be you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Okay, go on, verse 6. Let's keep reading. Who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of what? A bond servant. And coming in the likeness of what? Of man, like us. Verse 8. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became what? Obedient to the point of death. Even the death Obedient. What we could not do, he did. Say amen to that. He became obedient in all things. Hallelujah. Go to, the, go, go to Galatians. Go to Galatians. Hallelujah. Chapter 3. Or before that one. No, no, no. Don't go to Galatians. Go, go, go to Galatians. Go, go, go to the book of um, Hebrew chapter 4. Yeah, 15. Then we'll, after that, we'll go to Galatians. Hebrew chapter 4, verse 15. Bible says, For we do not have what? A high priest. Who cannot sympathize with what? With our weakness. But was in what? All points tempted as we are. Yet without sin. He came in our place. All that we could not do. He did what? He did. Bible says he was obedient in all things to the point of death. Hallelujah. Bible says he was tempted in every way. Yet without what? One sin. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 4. Romans 10, verse 4. Say thank God for Jesus. That's why he came home. Hallelujah. I, 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 have you been to that? To some, I don't know whether it has happened to you before. Uh, you know, I can remember one occasion like that. I, it was Lagos. I left Abuja to go and attend a very, very big wedding of a big man. Because I know the man. So, um, in my hurry or whatever, I forget this. I forgot my gold card. Access card. The card. So, we got there. I forgot. I slept in the hotel. The following day, we woke up with uh, David, the, man, the guy I went with. I forgot my card. When we got to the venue, I have never seen those bouncers before. They were like this. Big, big chest. Big, all of them, big, big chest. Look, apart from that, it was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. The crowd. So many things. So, how do you tell them that they called me? I should be inside. There was no way. Food was going on. I was outside. Music was going on. I was outside. All the effort I made from Abuja to Lagos, wasted. All the money on the hotel, wasted. I tried, but I couldn't enter. 
So I just told the guy we went, I said, hey, let's be good. Then as I was going towards the car, I met another man of God. He said, Pastor T, are you going? Are you going for your flight? I said, no, I forgot my card. He said, follow me. Which card? Follow me. Which card? <laughs> what, 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 what card? Let's go. As we got there, he just said, please, let's go so I get up. I'm a pastor. You don't go one another. Hallelujah. What I could not do. <laughs> he was one of the organizers of the event. The guy, he saw the ah, what this is what I'm paying. They are secured. I beg, get up. And not only entered, the guy that went with me entered. We not only entered, they took us to the high table. Are you hearing me? There are some blessings we are trying to enter to in life that may be difficult. If somebody has not done the groundwork for you, are you hearing what I'm talking about right now? And that is what God did for us in Christ Jesus. Everything we are trying to break into, Christ did for us. Glory be to God forevermore. He obeyed all, fulfilled all, qualified for the blessing of God, and he took us in. Glory be to God forevermore. What did I say just now? You have forgotten. Romans chapter 10, verse 4. For Christ is what? The end of the law. What? For righteousness to everyone. He has become the qualification for everyone that believes. Say amen to that. Amen. Give me this in TPT, the, the, the Passion Bible, or the Passion Translation. Verse 4. Give it to me. If you have it there. Hallelujah. Thank you. For Christ's what? Is the end of the law. And because of him, God has transferred his perfect righteousness to all who believe. Hallelujah. Everything that you need to qualify for the blessing of God, the perfect righteousness, God has taken it from him and transferred it to all who believe. Raise up your right and say, in Jesus' name, I have perfect righteousness. No, no, that is, we say, in Jesus' name, I have perfect righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says it was transferred. Can I, can, can, who, who, who came to church with this bag? It's your bag. You bought it. Or you stole it. Okay. I know you didn't see. Maybe your mommy gave it away, whatever. This is your bag, right? Hallelujah. If I carry this bag hmm, and I transfer it to you, do you get what I'm trying to say? And they gave me the right. To transfer it to you. Though you didn't pay for it, now you have a bag. Where you are, you didn't lift a finger, it was transferred to you. But somebody bought it. Somebody paid for it. That righteousness is not cheap. Jesus paid for it. But because he knows we cannot do it, he transferred it to us. How many of you have ever received an alert in your account? Like I received some wonderful alert this past one week. Ah, it was good. It was very good. God bless everyone that said their lot. It was good. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Hallelujah. Somebody gave me 500. Another one gave me 500. Somebody gave me 1 million. Yes, good alert. <laughs> Are you a pastor? <laughs> I'm not joking. Hallelujah. Those alerts, they make the heart glad. It was a transfer. 
Hallelujah. Did I labor for it? He came. Who is spending it? Me. Hallelujah. Somebody procured it. Somebody transferred it to me. The righteousness you have is not your own. It was transferred. God transferred his righteousness to your account. Who now has the righteousness of God? You. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Galatians 3. Let me transfer the bag back. Before they say the phone is missing. Your bag. Hallelujah. Oh, time is illegal. Okay, let, 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 let me hurry up. Okay, go, go, go to, let's just read verse uh, 13 and 14. 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us all from the cause of the law. Having become what? A cause for all. 43 is what? Cause is everyone who hangs what? What did God tell them that he would do to those who didn't obey his laws? He said, the cause will be upon them. Are you hearing me? Bible says Christ has become that cause for us. Hallelujah. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit world through faith. Give me this also in TPT, in the Passion Bible from verse 13. Ah, from verse 13. Yet, look at this. Christ paid what? The full price to set us free from the cause of the Lord. Say amen to that. He absorbed it what? He absorbed it what? Completely. As it became a cause in our place. For it is reason, everyone who is hung upon the tree is doubly caused. Verse 14. Jesus, our Messiah, was caused in our place. And in so doing, dissolved the cause from our lives. Say amen to that. Say every cause has been dissolved from my life. Hallelujah. Tell you how to live a life free of course. A life that, make, that, that takes the body off your neck. If Christ has broken it, who can put it back? If Christ has removed it, who can replace it back? Even if you see that things are not working in your life, because no, it's not because the cause is working. That's not the reason. It could be as a result of certain foolishness. It could be as a result of certain decisions. It could be as a result of certain things you are not putting in place. Not because any man is strong enough to cause you. What, who, the, who, 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 who Christ has blessed no man can cause what Christ has removed nobody can replace it is not possible if you see anything that looks like a cause in your life it's not because anybody caused you it, could, it, could, it, it has been what dissolved it was not even removed it was what dissolved you know what it dissolved can never come back together again it has what been dissolved these are the mentality you need to walk around with while your age mates are going for deliverance you are laughing at them Nothing is working against me. Nothing is working against me. It could be some of you that you see that you are not blessed. Look at your, your networking. Some of you don't you come to church, you don't greet anybody. Nobody knows what you are doing. You don't greet anybody. You are just on your own. God will say, do this, you will not do it. That's why it's as if you are cursed. Nothing is wrong with you. Nobody knows what you are doing. Even when you are in trouble, nobody can stretch hand to help you. Nobody knows you are in trouble. Are you, you don't understand what I'm talking about right now. Some of you, somebody will give you accommodation, they will chase you out because your behavior is bad. It's after the, your, your host goes to work, that's when you wake up. If you are staying with somebody, before they wake up, wake up. Let them see you in the morning. Just with them before they go to work. Good morning. I was work yesterday. In fact, when they come back from work, don't let them come back from work and meet you outside. They should not be the one opening the door for you when you are coming back in the night, your host. They are coming back and they're like, ah, 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 ah. Don't sleep, it will not come and open the door for you. Your days in that house is numbered. So if you say, I don't know, people don't like me, check yourself, there's no cause. 
choke your life. First relationship didn't work, check your life. Second one, third one, fourth one. What are you doing? What are you saying? How do you relate with people? Are you arrogant? What is your problem? Do, do you have a condescending attitude? Do you feel you are superior to people? How do you treat people? When people make mistakes, are you generous towards them? When people make mistakes, how do you do? Do you come hard on them? Look at you. You, can, you, are, you, are, you are finished. You are finished. Your life is finished. That's what you tell people. And you want, and you want people to come near you? They will not come near you. You will live like a cost man. Because something about you is, 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 is wrong. It's not as if anybody costs you. The Bible says a cost, costless shall not come. What are you doing? People gave you one million to do business. You will earn 700,000. You did 300,000 with the business. The work didn't come out now. Who will give you 10 million next time? And nobody's giving you business. You're saying they don't give you business. You, you, there's something in you that is ne- that's negating the promise of God. Nobody costs you. Are you hearing me? Christ has dissolved the cost. Say amen to that. Christ has dissolved that cost. It has been dissolved. Nobody costs you. First car, you jam them. Second time, you jam them. Check your speed. When you are running, see the devil is pursuing you on the road. It's a matter of time. You will jam. Are you hearing me? That is not a cause. No cause. Foolishness. Thank you. Bible says a man's foolishness destroys him. Bible says, Bible says yet it's hard to be raging against God. Stop all this nonsense. I know what we are trying to say. They say, well, now you go and show up in the church and say, pray for you. Who is praying for you? What I know is what I know. What I know is what you need. Some of you, because you didn't pray one night. Ah, I didn't pray. Ah, devil attacked me. We devil attacked because you didn't pray. You think devil didn't come because you prayed? No, devil cannot come because the greater one is in you. It has nothing to do with whether you pray or not. You are trying to obey all the law. When you fail in one, you think you are failed in all. But Christ has done these things for us. Live in liberty. Live in peace of mind. Glory be to God forevermore. So, expecting the blessing of God in your life becomes a legal matter. Christ paid for it. Therefore, am I expecting it? If somebody bought a ticket for you, it doesn't matter who bought the ticket. When you get to the airport, better allow you to board that flight. You know why? Somebody has paid for it. Who bought it is not important. The fact that it has been what? What? Paid for. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. It's on the basis of what Christ has done. Have I finished reading that one before I descended on her? No. I, uh, Jesus, our Messiah, was caused in our place. If I come now, I'm teaching you about four categories of Satan. The fourth category of Satan, we have the elemental spirit. You know, Bible called them prince of power. You know, I was, I be, uh, you should be awake. You should be listening, you should be writing. Jesus, our Messiah, was caused in our place. And in so doing, it dissolved the cause from our life. Say amen to that. Yeah. Why did he dissolve that? So that what all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon even non-Jewish believers. And now God gives us this promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit. Who lives within us when we believe in him? Say amen to that. The essence of that statement is that if God will give you the Holy Spirit, what else will he give to you? Glory be to God forevermore. Now you can understand Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. That says we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. It is not as a result of mercy. Christ paid for it. 
allowing you to board the flight without ticket is a result of mercy. Having your ticket is not a result of mercy. You must be allowed to board because somebody did what? Paid for it. So the blessing of God upon your life is compulsory. I want to leave this place today expecting the blessing of God. You know why? Christ paid for it. He paid for it. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3, chapter 1, verse 3. Let me read this quickly. I will read one more place and I will go. Hallelujah. Say, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with every spiritual blessing. What? In who? In Christ. Because Christ is the one that paid the price for it. Glory be to God for it. Give me this in TPT so I can read it for you in TPT. Also, the Passion Bible, the Old Passion Translation. Who is there? Quickly. One, three. Hallelujah. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus. All because He sees us what wrapped in Christ. This is why we celebrate Him with all our heart. You know the language He was using there. Was Jacob supposed to be blessed? No. What happened? He was wrapped with the skin that makes him look like Esau. Therefore, the blessings came upon him. You know why the blessing will come upon you? You are being wrapped. Are you hearing me? So when God is feeling, trying to feel, you know, who is there? It's still the voice of Lacon, the behavior of Lacon, but the smell. The smell is the smell of my son. He the smell of my faith. He said, said the smell of my son is like the, son, uh, the smell of a feet that the Lord has bled. When God wants to come near you, you know what he smells? He smells Christ. Because you are being wrapped with Christ. You are qualified for that blessing. Say amen to that, everyone. You get what we are saying this morning right now. So you can be expectant. We are being wrapped. Hallelujah. Do you know sometimes just your children know you, they know you very well. But let's say you just go and change and you wrap yourself in a, a, like, like a masquerade. The same you, and you do like this, everybody will take off. It's the same you, but a different rap. The same you, a different rap. So the same you with a good rap. The blessings must flow. Say amen to that. Glory be to God forever, man. On that note, I want to round up on in Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. So you can be expectant of the blessing of God. We are going to read it different now. And we're going to determine Deuteronomy 28 different. And I round up on that. Go back, go back there. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Go to New King James Version. You'll get it in TPT. Yeah. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. God bless you. I will read from verse, verse 1 to 8. I will just read it for you. I won't explain. Hallelujah. Okay, today, okay that, uh, I tried. I didn't remove my jacket today. Because I didn't want to shout. He caused me to shout. I just want to talk generally. Those who want to sleep can sleep. But I sleep. She, she can sleep at the back. It would have been good. Hallelujah. Guys, eh, I, I would like to say it again and again. God has no favorite. There's a mentality that produces the blessing of God. All this useless thing that we do in the body of Christ, I will neglect Christ, the owner of the body. I will neglect Christ, the foundation for the body. And you think you can get blessed outside Christ? Keep deceiving yourself. 
Just keep deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. What did I say right now? Hey, look, look away. Now, I want, I want to read it different right now. Now, it has come to pass. I'm reading it different now. Look at what, when you get to read it the way I'm reading it. Now, it has what? Come to pass. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has diligently obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. To observe carefully all his commandments, which he commanded us. That the Lord our God will set us on high above all nations of the earth. Say amen to that. Because of what Christ has done. That's what will happen to us. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon us and overtake us. Because Christ has obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Blessed shall we be in the city. Blessed shall we be in the country. Blessed shall we be. Are, are you hearing about which shall be the fruit of our body? And the produce of your ground? And the increase of your heads? And the increase of your cattle? And the offspring of your flocks? That is talking about your business. You hear me? Blessed is your basket and your needing bowl. Blessed are you, shall you be, when you come in. Blessed are you when you go out. The enemy, the Lord will cause your enemy who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you in one way. They will flee before you in seven ways. The Lord has commanded his blessing on you in your storehouses in all you set your hand to do. He will bless you in your life. And the, the Lord the God has given to you. Verse 9. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has sworn to you. Because the Lord Jesus has kept the commandment of the Lord, your God. And he has worked in his will. Because of what Christ has done. Because of what Christ has done. We can expect God. We can expect to walk in the fullness of all these blessings. Now I've taken you out of the equation. I've introduced Christ to the equation. If you are going to look in yourself, you will never get it done. You will never get it done. It's when you depend on him, on what he has done, that you enjoy the fullness of what Christ has done. I say some of these things not because uh, to permit lasciviousness. I say some of these things so that your faith and your confidence in God can increase. You know why I say some of these things? A woman being, it's not possible for you to be at 100% performance all the time. It is not possible. I've never seen anybody like that. Not one. 100% performance at all the time. You must have died and come back to life again. You are not in this flesh. But at no point should you stop expecting the blessing of God. You know, even when you fail, expect the blessing of God. You know why? Christ has paid for you. God bless you. God bless you. God caused his face to shine upon you. Should we expect, expect the blessing of God on Monday? Should we expect his blessing on Tuesday? On Wednesday? On Thursday? On Friday? On Saturday? On Sunday morning? January? February? August, yes, September, yes, December, yes, even in the ember months. Yes, are you, are, can you expect the blessing of God anytime? Yes. Let me ask you, why should you expect the blessing of God? Why? Why should you expect the blessing of God? 
God bless you on this side. Why should we expect the blessing of God? Hallelujah. This line, why should we expect the blessing of God? Over here, why should you expect the blessing of God? God bless every word of you. Hallelujah. We are expectant because Christ has paid for us. So, Father, we give you praise. We are expectant. We put our faith forward for the fullness of your blessings. Thank you for putting your blessings on our lives. In the name of Jesus. Because of what Christ has done. To you alone be all the glory. Nobody under the sound of my voice will fail in the grace of God. Will fail in the blessing of God. Thank you because our weaknesses, our sins are swallowed up by the reason what Christ has done. We thank for a better covenant based upon better promises. Ratified by the blood of Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. God bless you. Have a lovely Sunday. For the people of God to winter, step out of the nest, spread your wings and soar, surrender. Epignosis, concise knowledge.